Hello and welcome to today's edition of the Payments Monitor, the daily podcast featuring insights on banking, payments, and fintech. Good morning. Welcome to the Payments Monitor. My name is Faisal Khan. Today is the 26th of October, 2015. Some stories for today are... Trouble is brewing for Deutsche Bank as the U.S. Justice Department and the New York Department of Financial Services are expanding their probe of what was originally a money laundering probe at the German bank's Moscow unit to now what may seem like a potential breach of Western sanctions against Russia after Russia's 2014 annexation of Crimea. The U.S. dollar trades being investigated amount to $6 billion. Some good news for China in the coming days, the International Monetary Fund have given strong signals that the Chinese yuan could soon join the fund's basket of reserve currencies better known as special drawing rights. SDRs were created in 1969 to boost global liquidity as the Brenton Woods system of fixed exchange rates unraveled. Champagne bottles are undoubtedly being corked at Vocalink. The British firm behind UK's faster payments has signed a letter of intent with US bank-based ACH, the Clearinghouse. Clearinghouse says the ISO 222 standard real-time payment system will be designed to help US financial institutions gear up and execute real-time payments. This is a big win for Vocalink that lost the Australian real-time payments deal to SWIFT while it did back the Singapore real-time payment deal. All this pushes up reasons for the rumor of a SWIFT plus Ripple merger to happen. You can tell a lot about an economy from the way it orders its nuts and bolts. Daniel Flornes, chief financial officer of a company called Fastenal, told investors, and I quote, the industrial environment is in a recession. I don't care what anyone says, unquote. His reason for saying so? Declining orders for his companies, nuts and bolts, uh, you know, manufacturing. Spending across the U.S. industrial sector has slowed down, with some industrial giants downright pulling back on machine and part orders. Quarterly profits and revenue at big American companies are all set to decline for the first time since the recession. The markets are mixed on this Monday morning. The Dow Jones, the Nasdaq, and crude oil are all in the red, while the U.S. 10-year Treasury note, along with the stronger euro, are looking good in green. We've all been educated in more than one way of how the U.S. Federal Reserve makes money, how it can magically go to an imaginary printer and print U.S. dollars. But what about the reverse? What does the Fed do when it needs to take money away from the money supply? Does it just go into the shredder? Not quite. Episode 659 of NPR's Planet Money podcast addresses just that aptly titled, How to Make $3 Trillion Disappear. The answer will surprise you. 14 years ago, Steve Jobs showcased the iPod to the world. The reactions were mixed. MacRumors.com, one of the oldest websites dedicated to the Apple fan community, recorded the moment. In hindsight, it is very easy to scroll back and roll eyes at the naysayers. That 23rd October 2001 was a pivotal moment, and fast forward to today where Apple Pay just turned one. It'll be interesting for us to scroll back a few years from now and look at how the naysayers reacted to Apple Pay. You can access all the links on this podcast on paymentsmonitor.com. That's all for today. My name is Faisal Khan, and you've been listening to the Payments Monitor. Speak tomorrow. Music